everybody, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Gus from London, Ontario, Canada. Current events, local, world news, and trending. This is Saturday, April the 24th at 9 a.m. Thank you for joining me this morning. gentlemen and welcome to the show i hope everybody had a uh, a good week um here we are um at another weekend sunny skies out there and so far you know how i feel that our outdoors have just become a wasted space. Few to no activities allowed here in the province of Ontario. And like I mentioned uh, last night, you know, Ontario, Canada is the only place in North America where you cannot play golf. Now, we've had a lot of rising cases here across the province this month. It seemed to be heading in the right direction. Thursday, I think it was like 3,500 cases. Friday, it jumped over to 4,500 cases in a 24-hour period. Fluctuating back and forth, we don't really know where this is heading. At least I don't feel that we know where this is headed. Losing sight on where this pandemic is going, where these cases are going. You know, are you maxed out? Are you maxed out on on how you feel about how things are, have transpired? I'm maxed out, literally maxed out. Vaccines are getting into the arms of all of, of Canadians across the country here in Ontario. And more are coming, but for some, the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, politicians saying that there's light at the end of the tunnel. And yet we're here in a third wave. We're here in a third lockdown, stay at home order, state of emergency. For this one individual, You know, with the Ontario's round of the latest rules, 
Now, this was... Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Didn't want that in there. Now it's in there, but anyways. So it happens when live shows happen. Now, with these restrictions in place, you know, last week they came up with a, a wide variety of um, restrictions for the province to deal with this third wave of COVID-19. So for those, you know, if you haven't had a chance to listen, um, you know, the stay at home orders was um, also extended for another uh, two weeks. That, so that brings us to May the 20th, which is the long weekend coming up in about four weeks. Now, with the stay at home, you know, except for essential reasons, including outdoor exercise, getting groceries, work that cannot be done remotely or accessing healthcare services. Now, when it comes to um, Like mostly, you know, everything, you know. Everything here, you know, when it comes to our 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 mental health and our and our well being. You know, by closing, you know, because they initially closed all the outdoor amenities, playgrounds, soccer fields, baseball fields golf courses, outdoor fitness classes, all of these things that, you know, we need to do be doing as humans and we've been doing it responsibly with those sort of activities, except for baseball that hasn't even started yet here, you know, just Major leagues obviously have started, but other baseball um, organizations haven't even started. So, you know, when you hear about people, you know, how they feel, you know, when, when we had those new rules put in last weekend, you know, this one individual uh, said that, that she had cried throughout the entire weekend. And she feels that, you know, no longer persuade myself that things will get better in the future. And she's, you know, and she's far from not the only one. You know, after Premier Doug Ford's announcement, announcement on April the 16th, ushering in further closures of amenities and activities, including outdoors, Ontario's reacted online in a wave of sadness and anger. Some people pointed out that this time the rage and despair felt more like a collective emotion than ever before. The further closures of the amenities and activities. 
including some outdoor activities. He has a science pa panel dug for. And they make the recommendations and then he comes out on national TV and he makes his own recommendations. So in the effort just to, to stem the tide of the COVID-19, a blanket ban on outdoor recreational activities in Canada's largest province, Ontario, has raised some questions about outdoor transmissions. Under tightened new restrictions that went into effect last Saturday, Ontario ordered the closures of outdoor sporting facilities, multi-use fields, and portions of parks and recreational areas containing outdoor fitness equipment. Picnic sites and tables were also closed. But the experts argued that the risk of COVID-19 spreading outdoors when compared to indoor activities is much lower. It's not bulletproof, but it's a lot lower. You know, when you're taking away the safe options from people, as you do nothing to impact the places where the diseases are spreading at the time when our ICU's intensive care units are literally collapsing. And a professor at the University of Toronto and a member of the Ontario COVID-19 um, uh, advisory table, you know, said, with the natural ventilation outside, the flow of fresh air can dilute and dissipate the virus particles and infection disease. PhD doctor, fresh air can also evaporate the liquid droplets that carry the virus. We have the perfect ventilation outdoors. But Doug Ford didn't listen. And he even came back, like I said last night, he came on national TV and said he got it wrong. Well, fix what you got wrong. Because if it's safe to be outdoors and it's safe to be doing these activities responsibly, in which they have been doing in organizations all over the province, in the in the in the in the Gulf, there hasn't been one single case in that field, not one. Bad behavior, large gatherings, large rallies, people not following the rules is a problem. The other problem we have here is our, is our essential workers, our workplaces. Low wage earners who have to go into work regardless if they're well or sick because they can't skip a paycheck. Workplace outbreaks and indoors 
is where this is happening. Yet we can't go out and do the simple things responsibly as we've been doing. And here we are with really nothing to do. Stay in your own backyard. Don't go to your neighbor's house. Don't go to anybody's house. You know, the outside, you know, you have the perfect ventilation and the virus particles are rapidly dispersed. Additionally, the ultraviolet or the UV light from the sun can have a sterilizing effect, experts say. If permitting a dozen outdoor gatherings in a park averts just one outdoor gathering, I think the trade-off is well worth it from the transmission risk perspective, not to mention the significant benefits to physical and mental health. And Doug Ford isn't listening. He didn't change a damn thing when he came out the other day. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. This morning I was talking about um, losing sight and how more lockdowns causes a blur hope. Here in Ontario, Canada, we are in a state of an emergency. We are in lockdown. Last weekend, if you didn't know, um, our Premier of Ontario came out and made an announcement that all outdoor amenities will, will be shut down. And he even came up with this idea that the, that the police was going to be able to stop pedestrians and stop drivers to ask for your identification, ask where you live and why you've left your home. This blew up like you've never seen before. Last Saturday, our premier comes out and he amends the rule that the police is going to be stopping people and the police forces right off the bat said, we are not going to be doing that. Doug Ford reopens the playgrounds for the kids, but any other safe activity that we've been doing, we can't do anymore. Ontario, Canada is the only place in North America where you can't play golf. The only place in North America is Ontario, Canada, where you cannot play golf. One of the safest activities that they've been doing all along. And for some reason, somehow that's not allowed anymore. What's not responsible, obviously, is having these big, large anti-rallies, large family gatherings, partying, not social distancing, not wearing a mask. That's just bad behavior. Workplace outbreaks, and this is where 
it's all coming from is workplace outbreaks. We had a food dis, uh, a food um, um, place here in the city of London, Cargill. They now are just getting back to work after after being shut down for ten days because they had an outbreak in the workplace. The other problem that we're facing here in Ontario is that our essential workers or low wage workers have to go to work whether they're feeling well or they're feeling sick because they don't have sick pay. The government of Ontario has shot it down many times that he did not want to implement sick pay for, for the essential workers. A lot of these people who are essential workers and working in, in, in uh, uh, warehousing and uh, food uh, processing plants and all those like that, you know, they're not unionized. You know, if you work for a union, you're gonna get sick, you're gonna get sick pay. It's gonna be in your contract. But for those who are not in a union setting, making a low wage, making a minimum wage of $14 an hour, you know, you can't miss two days, you can't miss three days of work. So we have this big explosion of workplace outbreaks. Our cases here in Ontario is where we didn't want to see them. Yes, we're still better off than a lot of countries out there, you know, in, in especially India, where they're just having a real belt of this. And they're seeing over 300,000 cases a day. Here in Ontario, we just now seeing, you know, 4,500 cases a day. So, I mean, we're not, you know, like other countries around the world, but we're trying to control this so we don't get that far. Yes, vaccines are rolling out. People are getting vaccinated. They wanna start vaccinating people 30 and up, you know, and then, um, our health, our health minister saying, no, she wants to keep it at 40 plus right now. See the problem, see the problem here is that, yeah, we, we, we vaccinated all of our, our most vulnerable people in the retirement homes and our nursing homes and, and their staff and medical. And then we moved into the population of the age groups. We're the only country in the entire world that you know, after you get your first shot of, of the Pfizer or the Moderna, you have to wait four months for your second shot. We're, we're the only country in the world doing this. We try to get needles into the arms of individuals. Not really focusing on the workplace where these outbreaks are happening. Friday, our premier comes out and admits that he got it wrong 
and he's crying on national television. Crying. I don't know how we're supposed to take that. I don't know if we're supposed to feel sorry for the man. We're supposed to just say it's okay. You know, we get it. Because we don't get it. Because you weren't listening to your science table. The science table didn't say shut down all the outdoor amenities. They've been calling for sick pay for the essential workers for a very long time. They've been calling to get the essential workers vaccinated. And yet he comes out and he closes all the outdoor amenities and then gives the police more powers to enforce the rules. The saying that they, they can stop any pedestrian, they can stop any car driver. And the police forces all across Ontario said, we are not going to be doing that. They have policing to do. They'll focus on, they'll, they'll focus on complaints about people gar gathering in large groups or people having a house party. They'll focus on those sort of things. So he comes out Friday crying on national TV because he got a backlash like he's never seen before in his entire life. And he's still hearing about it. And he didn't change anything. He just comes out to apologize that they got it wrong. Oh, and now we're going to look at sick pay for our essential workers. Oh, no, by the way, he says it's going to be the best in North America. It's going to be like no one's ever seen before. This new sick pay benefits that are that they're working on as he speaks. Coming soon. This is Saturday and we haven't heard anything more about the sick benefits, maybe Monday or something like that, or maybe over the weekend they'll be working on this. Who knows what the Ontario government is doing right now. Yet there's over something like 100,000 signatures going around to reopen the golf courses. Nothing has changed and probably isn't going to change. Now, the research also showed the likelihood of indoor transmission was nearly 19 times higher than outdoor spread. 
promote or spread can be from people gathering in large groups. You're not gathering in large groups on a golf course. The golf courses have put in their safety measures and their safety protocols and people have been following them and there hasn't been one single case of COVID-19 linked to golf or any safe outdoor activity, even doing exercise in small groups of five people spread out six to 10 feet apart. There's been no cases of COVID-19 linked to that. To close the playgrounds and then reopen them, there was no cases linked to that. Skateboard, skateboard parks where kids could go, there was no cases linked to that. And yet they can't do it. Now, in addition to restricting outdoor gatherings um, to household members and only household members, if you're going to be outside, you're going to just be just the family members of the household. No neighbors can come over. The kids can't have any friends to come over to play outside in the backyard. And these stay-at-home orders was extended until May the 20th, which, by the way, is the, is the first long weekend to kick off the summer. This doctor, he's an infectious disease specialist at the Toronto General Hospital, argued that outdoor activities are vital for mental and physical health, especially with the stay-at-home orders that are still in effect. Ontario's closures of outdoor rec recreational activities, including <clears throat> um, golf, does not make any sense. This is a, an infection disease specialist. But did Doug Ford's government listen to that? No, they did not. Is his ideas, you know, politically driven? I think so. Probably is. If he was looking for good numbers for, for, uh, for political, well, he went in the wrong direction. Because his numbers have dropped off the face of this planet. And to come out on national TV crying, I don't know how to take, I don't, I don't, I have no idea how, how to put that in perspective, how to take that. Yeah, he's got a tough job to do. Being a premier of a province is a really tough job. But it also takes listening. And if you're not going to listen to science, 
then I don't know who in the hell you're going to listen to. You know, with other restrictions, including limiting capacity for in-person religious settings, funerals, and weddings up to 10 people, went into effect last Monday. There's no wedding halls open. There's no bars or restaurants open. You can't gather at somebody else's place if, you, if you're going to have a small wedding. You can't gather from uh, with other people on the outside. So there's no point of having a wedding. It's unfortunate for the people who want to get married right now. They can't. Well, they can, but what's the point? And other public health experts have previously pointed to responsible outdoor recreation and gatherings as one of the last safe ways people can enjoy being in public settings during this pandemic. The biggest risk outdoors is if you're in a face-to-face -face conversation with someone for a while unmasked. Right, we get all these, these, all these large gatherings, all these protests, and not and anything else like that. Right, unmasked, not social distancing. And while recreational facilities, where you are constantly around other people, do present a slightly higher risk compared to other outdoor settings, having a mask on can minimize that. They know it's transmitted indoors in the workplace in other gatherings. And they largely turned a blind eye to much of that. And this is another infectious disease specialist. After initial closing outdoor playgrounds, the provincial gover government backtracked over the weekend. That was last weekend. Now, Doug Ford, in one of his tweets, said Ontario's enhanced restrictions were always intended to stop large gatherings where spread can happen. To stop the large gatherings where spreads can happen these anti-rallies. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. Out here talking about, you know, how, you know, people are feeling right now with these new restrictions here in Ontario and closing all the outdoor amenities, safe, safe activities that have no, no um, um, proof that, you know, people are getting infected with COVID-19 playing golf. And again, Ontario, Canada is the only place in North America where you can't play golf.
Now, when Doug Ford, he says that the new restrictions were to enhance restrictions were always intended to stop large gatherings where spread can happen. Well, you stop the large gatherings of these anti-rallies. That's what you stop. Because if you think that these new measures were, were intended to stop the large groups, right now there's going to be a large rally going on Barrie, Ontario. So how is these new restrictions going to put a stop to that? He says our regulations will be amended to allow playgrounds, but gatherings outside will be enforced. Play outside safely. Parents keep your distance and wear masks if you can't. Play outside safely, he says. Well, what do you think they've been doing? What do you think people have been doing when they're going to play golf? The golf courses have, have strict rules in place. And those strict rules have been working. And he says, get outside and play safely. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. I mean, what kind of freaking statement is that? And yet Friday when he comes out boohooing on national television, and just to apologize that he got it wrong. It took him a week, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. It took him a whole week to come out to apologize. How sincere is that? He should have been apologizing last Saturday when he turned around. He said, oh, no, we'll keep the playgrounds open. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. One week later, it went. Well, you had to work up the courage. I don't know. I mean, I mean, if you do something wrong and you know it's wrong right away, do you not apologize right away? You know, if you're walking down the street and you bump into somebody, do you say sorry right then and there? Or do you wait a week and see the same person again and say, oh, by the way, last week I bumped into you. I'm sorry about that. I honestly, really, ladies and gentlemen, I don't buy his apology. I really don't. If you're going to take a week long to apologize to somebody, that's a problem. And like I said earlier, now he's going to look at sick pay for essential workers or low, or, or, or low wage workers. Now he's going to be looking at that. Now they're going to start working on that. When the when the when the um, the medical and and even businesses were calling on the government of the Ontario government to have sick pay. Now reasoning behind that, he didn't want to overlap the benefits that the federal government has put out. But then he comes out and says because. You know, the federal government just did their federal budget. And, you know, at some point, at some point in time, the federal government is going to be scaling back some of these benefits that people can apply for during this pandemic. So now he thinks that, oh, you know, we need to implement these, these sick pay, you know, for our essential workers. 
when he could have been doing this all along because when we had another government, the Liberals, who were in charge of, of um, Ontario, they put in place sick benefits. But when Doug Ford was elected as Premier of Ontario, right off the bat on the chopping blocks was sick pay. He says he's for the people. How can you be for the for the people and you take away what another government put in? How are you for the people? Now What's going to happen over this weekend if he's going to come out and make another announcement? Probably not. He may come out Monday and, you know, because people, people are going to want an update. Okay. If you say that you're working on something, oh, we're going to work on sick benefits and it's going to be the best in North America. Like no one's ever seen before. It's going to be the best in North America. Well, people will want some updates. If you're going to take the time, you can have your team working on this for the entire weekend. Monday, coming Monday morning or Monday afternoon, whatever the case may be, people are going to be wanting an update because you can bet that the news media is going to be looking for those answers. And we want some real results is what we want. But still, ladies and gentlemen, as, as citizens, we do have a responsibility to do the right things. It's been really challenging. It's been, it's been challenging for, for every human being on this planet during this pandemic because we are social creatures. It's part of our survival, it's part of our mental health. So we all do have a responsibility to play here. For those who, who break the rules and they try to you know, say that this is a, against my, my liberties and freedoms, you know, when in fact it's not because there is a public health crisis, an intimate threat to humans. It's not against your rights. You know, this is the Ontario provincial orders. Now, if the federal government turned around and implemented the federal emergency orders, which is known as the War Act, which was only invoked three times here in Canada. That was World War I, World War II, 
1970 when pre, uh, when uh, uh, the Prime Minister uh, Pierre Trudeau was the Prime Minister of Canada. Justin Trudeau is his son, which is which is who is the Prime Minister of Canada today. There would be far more restrictions if they in, invoked the federal emergency act. That means the government takes over all provinces and territories over all premiers. And people think that you got it tough for those who, who just blatantly disregard the rules out there and you think you think that's tough now and you think it's against your rights now Justin Trudeau the prime minister of Canada can invoke the federal emergency act which he probably won't because he's relying on all the provinces and territories here in Canada and giving the premiers and, all, and, and their healthcare professionals the opportunity to get this under control. Four weeks from now is going to be the long weekend. And yes, depression is out of control. Everybody's getting depressed. I'm depressed. We all have COVID fatigue. Others worse than, than others. Our hospitals are filling up. Our ICUs are filling up. With the younger generation, 19 to 29 years old, pregnant women are ending up in the ICU because of COVID-19. We all have a responsibility here. And for the rule breakers out there, you know, just, uh, what was it? March, March the 20th, they had a big rally here in the city of London, Ontario. In a uh, central located park, downtown London, hundreds of people gathered to protest against these measures. Three women who organized it are now facing a minimum $10,000 fine. On St. Patrick's Day, two university students who held, had a house party, they also are facing that minimum $10,000 fine. This weekend, there's going to be, be a big rally in Barrie, Ontario. And those organizers are well known. And they too 
will be facing a minimum $10,000 fine for organizing. But what we need here, ladies and gentlemen, we, we need the Premier of Ontario to listen. And he needs to listen hard. His science advisory panel, during their discussions, never once said close all outdoor amenities. Never once said that. And what does Doug Ford do? He closes all outdoor amenities. Where how he come up with that idea, I have no idea. Members of his own party? Doing safe activities out there is great for our mental health. And all the people out there who are doing all these safe activities and doing them responsibly and the businesses such as the golf courses taking the initiative to implement their policies, policies and procedures for a safe day on the golf course have done a terrific job. Even when we look at our restaurants, outdoor patios, they were doing an excellent job, but only again to have their doors shuttered. The other big fail here, ladies and gentlemen, I've talked about this before on my show. The other big fail here was the Ontario Reopening Act using the color zones, the gray lockdown, the red restrict, the orange control, and the yellow and the green. When you, when you opening up areas and restricting, you know, because the green is, is the best and the gray lockdown is the worst. So you're keeping an area such as the greater Toronto area in the gray lockdown and then opening up the surrounding areas in using the orange or the red or the green, whatever color they're going to use. So you have more people doing more things, restaurants opening. Where do you think the gray lock zone, the gray lockdown zone is going to go? They're going to go to the less restricted areas. It wasn't working. My opinion and what I feel that needs to be done is that all areas stay in the same color code. Nobody gets less restrictions than somebody else. We all stay the same. So right now, being that, that it is a, um, 
state of emergency, which is the black. And then we move into the gray lockdown. No other area, it's just because you have less cases than everybody else. You know, we don't give somebody else the opportunity, you know, to open up and keep everybody else more restrictive because those people are just going to go to those less, less restricted areas. So we need to keep it the same across the board. Now, if people are looking forward to the long weekend coming up on May 24th. That may not happen. Dr. Teresa Tam, the, the top doctor in Canada, is saying that Canada needs to stay in the restrictions until the start of summer, which, by the way, is June 20th. What they don't want to happen, and I'm sure the government is at some point in time is going to come out and say that you can't, like even right now, you can't go to your, your, your cottage. So, you know, the, these new uh, restrictions that we have put upon us now um, are right up to the long weekend. Now, I mean, it can go one of two ways. In the next four weeks, we knock these numbers down considerably and the vaccines are going into the arms, potentially you could go to your cottage. Cottage country is a small community. They don't want thousands of people descending on their small communities if we're having a large outbreak of COVID-19 because they don't have the, the uh, capacity to deal with it. And that might be a strong argument, not only for the small communities, but a strong argument for the government. So I say to my fellow Ontarians and my fellow Canadians take a good look at your backyard because that just might be where you're going to be spending the long weekend. And with the top doctor of Canada saying that all provinces and territories should be keeping these restrictions on until the summertime. What kind of summer are we going to have? You know, last year was not bad, you know, because, you know, it was really the first summer of the pandemic. You know, we were able to go to the cottage. We were able to go to the beach. You know, we were, people golfed all, all summer long. People went out fishing and, you know, everything was great. You know, and then they always warned about, you know, um, a second wave, you know, and sure enough, you know, we saw that shutting down right after Christmas time, going back into these lockdowns, 
and then spring cut and then spring comes along you know it th things look really good you know we had some really nice weather you know people got out there doing their activities and doing their safe activities and then you know the case you know they're talking about the third wave you know it's going to be you know it's going to be a third wave the government didn't do anything The government didn't do anything to prevent the, a third wave. My personal opinion is that we didn't stay in lockdown long enough. That's my personal opinion. He didn't implement the sick pay. And people argued about it for a long time and, and demanded it for a long time. And he just ignores it. If we keep sick people home and pay them, they're not going to go to work sick and they're not going to go to work and spread it. Now, apparently yesterday, Friday, was supposed to be the first day if any business that is open and you have five or more cases, then the government will shut those businesses down for 10 days. Now, Thursday, we went down, you know, we went down from say 40, 4,500 down to 3,500 cases. So we dropped, you know, a thousand cases in one day. Well, we got them back in a real hurry Friday was recorded another 4,500 cases. Workplace related. So when they do their contact tracing and find out, yeah, it happened in this workplace, in this warehouse, or this food distribution place, or whatever the case may be of essential services, then they're going to have to lock you down for 10 days. All those thousand cases that were recorded yesterday all came from the greater Toronto area. Toronto, the greater Toronto area, is the hub of manufacturing. Toronto and the greater Toronto area is the capital of Ontario. Ottawa is the capital of Canada. So all these cases, and it's always been this way, the greater Toronto area has carried most of the cases of COVID-19. Population-wise, we got 7 million people living in the greater Toronto area. 7 million people living in the greater Toronto area. Population of Canada is 37 million. The population of Ontario is 15 million people. The largest populated province in all of Canada is Ontario. 
there's probably actually more than 15. There's probably something like 16 million people that live in Ontario. 7 million in the greater Toronto area. Some cases that, that evolve out of, come out of COVID-19 is from bad behavior. Others, well, I mean, you could be in the wrong place at the wrong time. People going to work sick because they can't afford to stay home. It's causing these workplace outbreaks. And now the government is going to listen. Now the premier of Ontario is going to listen. And now he's going to create some benefit for the essential workers. Don't come out onto national TV crying your eyes out and apologizes and say you got it wrong. Boo-hooing isn't going to fix it. The damage is already done. People are fed up. We're fed up all over the world. It's tough for everybody to go through this because we've never faced this before. We never had, we've never experienced this in our lifetimes. Like now, not 1918 with the Spanish flu, but now here in the 21st century that we are experiencing a pandemic. How countries around the world handled it? United States didn't handle it very well. Other countries, you look at New Zealand, yeah, it's a small island, yeah, it only has a population of 5 million people. But they locked down hard. And now, they don't have a pandemic in New Zealand. Populations around the countries varies, obviously, different countries. Look at India. Look at the mess that they're in. They are worse off than the United States. They are the worst off in the entire world. Seeing over 300,000 cases a day. Canada now, our prime minister, Justin Trudeau now, has banned all flights from that region for 30 days. What took him so long? We've had flights coming in there People testing positive for, for COVID-19 after arriving in Canada. These new variants are spreading faster and, and um, potentially are more deadlier. And now the prime minister is banning flights from that region. The prime minister of Canada 
if he wants to get this pandemic under control here in Canada, he needs to ban all international flights from all over the world. And only Canadians be able to come back. There's no need to come here. There's no need to come to Canada if you're not Canadian. All flights should be banned internationally, every single one of them. You know, that's another thing that we argue about with our governments. Why, why are you taking so long to make these decisions? What made you change your mind now? Is it because you see in that, you know, because they're, they're when, 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 you know, when the science table sits down and they say, you know, if we don't have, you know, more restrictions, for an example with Canada, you know, by the end of May, we could be seeing, you know, 30,000 cases a day if we don't act now, if we don't put more measures in. But what measures are they talking about? Well, they've all been hollering and calling for sick pay, like I said. They want people to, they want people's mental health to improve, our physical health to improve. But how in the hell can we do that when you close down all the outdoor amenities? How can we improve our mental health in our, in our, in our, in our physical if you close the outdoor amenities? Safe activities that people have been doing and you shut them down. To be able to go golfing is, is a, is a, escape from this pandemic people to be able to do some uh outdoor exercising like with an instructor in small groups is good physically and good mentally but oh no we can't do that tennis is another one I mean, how much further do you got to be away from one another? How safe is that activity? It's pretty, pretty low risk. Can't even do that. Kids can't go to the skate skateboard parks, but they can go to the playground, but they can't go to the skateboard park. That doesn't even make sense. Skateboard park is right beside the playground equipment, pretty, pretty near. But they can't go to the can't go and take your skateboards to that. Doesn't make sense. The mental health of children 
physical, physical activity for children. And then the physical activity for adults. Proven safe activities. Can't do it. I guess we're going to have to wait to see what our Premier Ford's next step is. You know, if he's going to come out and make any sort of announcement, I'm probably not going to expect it over the weekend. I'm sure he's going to be, you know, sitting at home, you know, with watery eyes, like he was on Friday, figuring out what the hell is he going to do. He needs to stop peeing his pants is what he needs to do. He needs to stop crying and peeing his pants is what the Premier of Ontario needs to do. He also needs to start listening to the science panel, to the scientists, and not coming out and just making up his own agenda, doing whatever he pleases. And unfortunately, we know how this works with politicians. We know when politicians when they mess up and we don't forget and come in an election time, we're going to send you packing. Is what happens. We'll see what happens with that, ladies and gentlemen. But I thank you for joining me this morning here on the Truckers Podcast. Um, I generally try to get out here, um, well, mostly the weekends, Saturday, Sundays, and Monday mornings. Um, Sometimes throughout the week depends, um, you know, what is going on. Um, If any breaking news stories that I feel that are are something that needs to be addressed and, and said and address my own my own opinion and whatever, you know, then I might come out on a weekday, you know, in the evening or something like that. But um, generally, it's mostly um, on the weekends. I did do a little short episode last night. Um, but um, that's, that's fairly rare. Uh, but mostly the weekends and I thank you for taking the time out of your mornings or afternoons or evenings, wherever you are listening around the world here on my show. Um, Thank you for taking the time uh, out of of your day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. So I will be back out tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, here at 9 a.m. Hope you can join me and... um, We'll talk about uh, if there's going to be any more loosening of any more restrictions. And I'm sure the media is going to be talking about this over the weekend, of course, and the uh, healthcare professionals, um, you know, hopefully um, they will be, uh, you know, pushing um, for the safe outdoor activities that we've been doing all along, safe 
ones, ladies and gentlemen, not these anti anti rallies. You know, because that's not safe to be gathering in large groups. But just your everyday normal activities that where you can help with your mental health and exercising. To help us get through this. I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of stuff on that. So join me tomorrow morning at um, 9 a.m. This is the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Be safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your weekend and take care and thank you. Thank you.